How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. All right, what's going on, everybody? You're listening to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Leezy the Gifted. And today I have a very, very special guest in the building, actually on Zoom. We've got my homegirl, <laughs> Farah. Farah, how are you today? Thank you so much for coming hey, on. Hey, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, so we connected on Instagram. Um, you know, guys, I've told the audience, but Farah, I'll tell you about it too. Like I'm doing this thing called A Thousand Fans in 90 Days where like I'm going on hella hashtags and like, finding people that I think are cool and good artists or producers and just networking. And that's how I found your account. And I looked at your page and I was like, Oh, she's got a dope page. Like she's got good music going on. I went and pre-saved your, uh, your single on the link in your bio, listen to a couple of the songs and I was feeling what you were doing. So just tell the people a little bit about like who you are, where you're from and like what got you into music. Sure. So I'm Farah. Um, I've been involved with music for, seriously about music over a little over a year now um I've always loved music played instruments and sang since I was a kid like most musicians have that same story um but I didn't start taking it seriously until I found a recording studio that I now manage um and I found my love for doing music seriously and producing and writing and all that fun stuff um I'm from Staten Island New York I should have started with that um, with a forgotten borough. Everyone knows Manhattan and Brooklyn and Queens, but no one really knows Staten Island. Um, that's where I'm from, little old Staten Island. And um, yeah, I mean, I guess my genre of music, I'm mostly in pop, but I have a big love for EDM music. So that's where you can hear a lot of my background. Um, and I do collab with a couple DJs looking to do more. I love collabing with EDM artists. Um, I just love EDM. So I guess that that's what you could say my genre is. Um, yeah, I mean, we can go into depth as we go. Yeah, yeah, dope. No, so tell me, like, who are, like, who are, like, some, well, actually, really what I want to know is how did you get into, like, managing this uh, recording studio? Like, what's that job like, and how did you get that? So this recording studio is actually in Staten Island, and nobody ever knows that it's there, and it's been there for years, um, probably seven years now, um, which I know is not a long time, but for someone not to know where it is or ever heard of it, that's a pretty long time. Um, and we have a lot of big artists that come out of there and it's shocking that no one knows who we are, but it's okay because it's a cute home for me. Um, all of our artists treat it like a second home and my bosses who own the studio, Laura and Joey are absolutely amazing. Um, and I, they're like my older brother and sister and I just found such a love for them and the studio and made it my second home and as the other artists did too. But um, I had a special connection with the studio and the owners. And so then they made me manager. So I work with a lot of the marketing for the artists, um, things of that nature. Actually, um, our very own Julia Gargano, she was on Top Star American Idol that just passed the season just passed. She's from our studio. Um, we coached her, well, my boss mostly coached her. Um, and help her pick songs and things of that nature for her idols and stuff. So we do a lot of big stuff and um, I'm very proud of our studio. That's dope. So talk about like, what's like, what do you think is like makes a dope artist? Um, definitely just being, um, sounds cliched, but unique. 
Um, I think a lot of artists fall into trying to be too much like someone they look up to, but that's mm. great. Um, you could admire the style that they have and some of the techniques that they have. That's awesome. But I think some people get, and I even see it at my own studio. I see some artists become so obsessed with certain, you know, pop stars that they try to mimic the way they sing or their style too much. And I think people could pick up on that and it's not, people aren't drawn to you as much as an artist if you're not your own specific person. Like I know myself and I'm sure a lot of other people love when they just find, like when Billie Eilish first came out, I mean, now she's so, so big. Um, everybody knows her and she's slowly, you know, making her way into the mainstream. But when she first came out, it was just like, I've never seen anybody like her before. I've just never seen it before. Her style, her lyrics, her look. I was like, shit, that's a dope girl. I didn't even need to hear all her music. I just knew right there that was a unique person. So I think being a dope artist, just, just being yourself. Mm-hmm. That's kind of tough to do. Like, I know, like, especially when you're, like, first starting out, you you don't really, you almost, like, don't know what to what to do. And you're trying to, like, you want to do what sounds dope. And you're trying to get inspiration, but then also try to stay unique. It's kind of hard. Oh, it's hard. And I think you learn as you go. I don't think you you wake up one day and know your, I mean, even our studio, we have um, services and we have coaching in artist development. Artist development is huge. Artist development covers from what you want to dress like to what you want to sound like to what you want to look like. And these things you develop over time. It's definitely not something you just wake up knowing. So take me through the process of like when an artist comes in and they go through your artist development program, like what is that all like? Um, so, I mean, it's, it, there's not really too many like steps per se, but um, once an artist comes in and wants to start songwriting, they kind of develop their style. Of course, we start listing artists that they look up to to kind of understand where their headspace is at. Um, and then we just dive into what they want their look to be, their style of songwriting. Um, and we really figured out once we start writing their first couple of songs and we, that's when we kind of know what kind of artist they are. It's all about the lyric and the music they put forward. Hmm. Got you. How has like, okay, that's kind of interesting. So you yourself are an artist, but you also work with artists, you know, kind of on that other level. How has working with artists from the artist development side and the songwriting side affected your music at all? Um, I'm just amazed, honestly, by just when you think there, everything has been said in music before. We work with a lot of younger people too. Like I would say ages between 13 years old, um, to average age, like 22. We have, we, we develop young talent. Um, so I'm just amazed by some of what these, these kids and teenagers come up with as far as lyrics. And I'm just like, just when I thought that I had a bad day with writing and I had like you know, a roadblock in my head. I couldn't come up with something. These kids are just full of lyrics and full of ideas. And I'm like, there's no excuses. So it really pushes me to always never give up because if these kids are so young with not much experience, have so much to say, it's just like, there's no excuse for any songwriter. Mm. Okay. So I want to ask you then about the writer's block thing. Cause we all go through that. Mm-hmm. Why do you get into writer's block? Like how, like, I think everyone always talks about how to get out of it. How do you, how do you like, how do you personally, like what ends up happening when you're like, damn, how did I get into this? Like what happened? Well, I think it always happens to me when I say, all right, I'm going to sit down and write a song. 
Yeah. What a blank head. I think most of the time I do that. I just have nothing to say, honestly. But when I write a song, it's usually because I've experienced something or I've heard um, like a caption that was really catchy or a saying that I liked or um, just a concept that I would come up with a scenario or a concept that I really liked that would I feel like could inspire the people. Then I'll sit down and write about it. But if I just sit down and say, all right, today I'm going to write a song. Uh, it, so for some people in, in my studio, like my boss, Laura, she is one of the head songwriters at my studio. She is phenomenal when it comes to lyrics. She could sit down and just spit out lyrics. Um, I only hope I can get to that point. But for me, I need to be inspired by something before I sit down and start writing. Mm. Yeah, I think that's been similar with me, too, with like. I, it almost feels like you're trying to force it when you like sit down yeah. and say to yourself, right? Like, so how do you, how do you like, I mean, I, I, cause you just said, you just said when you get inspired by something, like, do you have any kind of ways that you kind of deliberately spark that inspiration or do you know where your inspiration comes from? Um, a lot of it is just things that I've just honestly gone through, whether it's a relationship, whether good, bad, indifferent, um, dealing with friends or family, personal situations. Um, a lot of it I take from there and then I build off of it. Like nothing's too specific to my life, you know, but um, I'll take key factors and turn them into songs so that they're relatable to everybody as well. Hmm. Who are some of the artists that you really like? Huh. Well, I really like, oh my God, there's so many. I think my favorite artist, I guess, not songwriter, but is Jonas Blue. He's in the EDM. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's in the EDM world. He's a lot of big songs that people don't even know that he's the artist of. Um, he's a producer. He's absolutely phenomenal. Um, I actually covered one of his songs and put it out. It's What I Like About You. And Teresa Rex is the singer on it great song um i really admire him as an artist i've never really heard his sound before um i honestly i grew up on oldies i grew up on music from the 60s 70s 80s from my parents so i have a lot of inspiration i'm working on a cover right now of midnight train to georgia but i want to bring it to a modern day pop version so i can have people of my generation even the generation before me and the one after me could if they've ever heard this song before have a new way of listening to it and could really enjoy it so i mean i just have i have so many inspirations as far as music goes um billy eilish her lyrics i love her lyrics as well her and phineas her brother have great lyrics um that off the top of my head those are like the few that i really really admire yeah yeah i like that so yeah, I kind of feel like, so with me and what I'm doing, like I get that inspiration from some of the artists that I like too. Like I like Kevin Gates and Drake um, and Rod Wave. Do you know Rod Wave? He's like a newer like hip hop artist. I actually I don't. don't. No, no, no. Okay. But I will definitely be looking him up now. He's tight. Like he's a singer. So if you're into like singing, he's super dope. So, so yeah. So I feel like with me too, like, so when I, um, sit down to make music like so I used to just be an artist but now I produce all my own music mm -hmm. so when I'm like thinking okay like how like I remember the evolution of how my process when I first was writing lyrics I was like all right well I have to hear a dope beat and then it would pull the emotions out of me and the stories or whatever and I would write and then record 
But then when I started making beats, I was like, okay, what is the emotion I'm feeling? Now let's make the beat. But then now I'm looking at other songs where I'm like, all right, I like this song by Kevin Gates or by Rod Wave. And I'll like look up the key and the BPM and try to like kind of model my song after them, but put my own spin on it. And then I can go from there. So like, what's, how has your creative process evolved over the years? So I'm still in the beginning stages of learning how to produce my own music. I have um, Logic Pro X. Dope. Am I saying it right? I don't even know. Yeah. Um, I had Pro Tools, but it was a little, I'm used to like messing around in GarageBand for simple stuff. So I know Logic is like the professional version of GarageBand. So I'm like, I'll just stick with that one. But I'm still in the beginning stages. Um, I have all the equipment and stuff. I just honestly haven't gotten a chance to really sit down and put my head to it without getting frustrated. Because if you don't know a program like that and you're just starting out, there is so much to know and it's so frustrating. Right. <laughs> but I really want to be able to do it on my own. But in the process of, um, coming up with uh, music and stuff. As far as I can go on my own, I play piano and guitar. So if I come up with a chord progression on there, that's about as far as it'll go uh, of me creating it. Uh, my producer, Joey, at my studio is phenomenal. Uh, he's produced all my songs. He's just one of the best producers. I know he's incredible. And um, what we do is he'll just build off what I create as far as a chord progression. Or like you said, you find inspiration. I will go find a type beat, honestly, somewhere out there. Like, okay, I like the vibe of this. I like the BPM of this. I like the sound. So we could sample out different things on Splice that are, are similar and things like yeah. that. And we'll build off it that way. So I use Logic Pro too. And I also use Splice. Splice is like huge for me. Mm -hmm. um, but I just started playing piano like three years ago. So I'm more like trying to do, like you said, come up with the chord progressions. and. Um, do a lot of it myself so so you're new into like produce like how like when did you start getting interested in producing god when i started working at this i mean i've always played around garage band but like seriously wanted to start producing about a year ago but does not mean i've been trying to do it for a year i've been right. sitting down on and off trying to get myself to do it um so hopefully in the next coming weeks, the thing is, it's like, I have so many projects going on at the same time. I usually have two to three projects at the same time. Usually my own project, a cover mm -hmm. and a collab that I'm working on all at the same time. So for me to sit down and mess with logic, it's just like, God, I wish I had the time, honestly, because I would love to be able to just put out my own stuff. Eventually it would be amazing completely on my own. Right. Um, it's crazy. I think a lot of artists are similar to you because I know I feel that when you said, you know, I'm working on this and that and this and that. It's the same thing with me. I'm always working on like tons of projects and then I'm producing. And so you I'm have this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I got the podcast, YouTube videos. Like I'm doing all this other shit too. So I feel that. Um, so, okay. With that like part of it, I want to get your take on this. So I used to try to I don't know. I kind of think of it like ADD a little bit. Like I used to try to dial in my ADD, but I guess over the last year, I'm like, it's never going to get dialed in. So why not just fucking embrace it and be this person like, and just do it. Like if you don't finish a song, cool, get the next one. Like it's okay. How, how do yeah. you feel about like having all these different projects and like, how do you deal with like your mind going all over so the place? I was like you and I can never start one thing unless I finish the first one. Like never. I hate un like unfinished things, but I had to learn like, especially being an artist, whatever, you're also your own marketer. 
Yeah. So like this morning I was, you know, reaching out to different playlists and things getting angle to drop in a week and a half. And it's just like, that's hours. And then today I went out to take a few promo pictures for the new single. It's just like all these things you have to do on your own. So it's just, I can't get stuck on one thing. It's always one thing after the next. So um, I guess my answer to that is, I really don't have an answer. I'm in the same boat as you. I just had to learn. I just had to learn how to be okay with making not everything being perfect. Because think about it: these big artists that made it, they don't do much themselves. They have a team behind their social media. They have a team behind their uh, visuals and photography. They have a team behind um, their releasing with having to do it playlists and and timing everything out. And then you have us who are indie artists who are just doing everything on their own. So you know, there is no way to master everything and, and do it all at the same time. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that perspective because the point of this podcast is that, so I wanted to come from the perspective of like, I don't know what I'm doing and I want to learn with you, like the audience, like I want to bring, and that's why I'm trying to bring artists like you, who maybe some people haven't heard of. And I kind of want this podcast to be all about the real story of an indie artist, like in the trenches, you know, I think a lot of podcasts, like I listen to podcasts and I always hear people who have made it and it's cool. Mm -hmm. But sometimes for me, that's not inspiring because I'm like, I know all those things like you just said, they have a team. I don't know. One thing that used to really piss me off was I used to always hear artists be like, well, you just got to work on your craft. You got to, you got to master your craft. You got to believe in Snore. yourself. I know. I'm like, bro, I've heard that so many times and I get, it gets annoying. And then I, then I started to realize, oh, the reason they don't have more answers is because they don't know. They just have all these people doing everything for them. Like, you know what I mean with that? Yeah. Just work on your craft. Thanks genius. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's definitely way more than, and more than that. And the thing is the biggest thing that I have to keep reminding myself that this process. I mean, listen, if I had a million dollars, sure, I could make myself blow up tomorrow with the amount of ads I can put out and the amount of attention I can get myself. Money is business and the story. I'm sure a lot of artists out there too, just takes a nice big chunk of change behind them to get them big. You can pay anybody. Like I honestly, I got a DM from a, a, a singer's account and they were like, yeah, you know, we would love to post. You're great. We'd love to post you on the page. I'm like, Oh, that's so nice. Thanks. Yeah. And then it costs this much. I'm like, okay, no, thanks. But a lot of singers, a lot of singers who come from um, money, which I'm not shaming them at all. God bless. You have it. You do it. You know, money could back your career a lot. Let's face it. That's just the truth. But a lot of the process I've learned that this may be a slower process because I'm trying to do it organically and that's okay. As long as I saw this quote, um, I don't know where I saw this quote before. I think it was in the Indie Bible. I don't know if you're familiar with the Indie Bible. No, I don't know that. Okay, you should look up the Indie Bible. It's really great. I'm not getting paid to say this, but it's like 80, 90 bucks. And it's 1,500 pages of just every record label in America, every blog in America, every and then all across the world. Um, every marketer, PR company, every manager that's willing to book you. It's just fit, literally 1,500 pages. I have wish you could see just post-its all over my desk right now of just pages that I need to go back to and look up and playlists. It, it, yeah. Hundreds and thousands of playlists. Anyways, it's called any Bible and every couple hundred pages they put quotes. I think it was in there. I'm looking up. I have these quotes print, printed somewhere on my wall. I don't know, but anyways, Oh, here it is. Don't think about how much beer you bring to party. Number one, worry about how much beer you bring to party. Number 10, number 50 and number 100. So basically that quote is saying, 
Like, don't worry about what your Instagram or your Spotify streams look like tomorrow. It's not going to jump tomorrow. Just make sure you see the progress by the time three months comes from now or six months comes from now. If it's a progress, you're not doing anything wrong. If you don't grow between now and six months, okay, I say, okay. I'd be worried and say, all right, maybe we got to rethink your plan, rethink your, the way you're doing something or um, try and switch it up a bit. But if, even if you go from 10 streams tomorrow to 100 streams in three months, that means you're growing at a slow pace, but you're growing. And right. I think that's what that quote means. That's what it means to me. It's just like, it's going to be a slow process. So don't look to tomorrow. Just make sure in three months from now, six months from now, a year from now, you are growing. And if you see even a little bit of growth, you're doing something right and you're heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's really good. Like, that's awesome because I think a lot of artists, I mean, me too, like, have problem with patience. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do too, 100%. How do you deal with it? I mean, I that's that's what I think to myself. I think that mentality, and it's just honestly, that's what you have to do because it's just like dang I put out another song but hey listen every song I put out it my first song went from like 2,000 streams to the next one having 10,000 the next one having 20,000 the best one I put out had 30,000 in the first couple weeks and I'm hoping that this one that comes out in a week and a half has you know 40,000 plus those may be small numbers to bigger artists but to me I've grown so much within the last year that even if it's by only 10,000 streams per song to me, that's growth. And if it keeps going in that direction, eventually I'll get to where I want to be. Um, that's the mentality I have to have. This whole thing is a learning process for me, like mastering hashtags on Instagram. I never even wanted to use hashtags. I thought they looked stupid. Honestly, like two years ago, mm-hmm. I was like hashtags look so stupid on pictures. And then I started to really learn the importance of hashtags and what they can do for you. And I've just like, you found me through a hashtag. You know what I mean? Yep. It's just like, I'm learning so much about these little things and it's all part of a growing process and I like I said as I told myself as long as I'm learning something every day and putting it to use and I see growth from it then that's all I can ask for Mm -hmm. that's some real talk that kind of reminds me like that I think about um a really great quote from somebody I look up to named Tim Grover he was Michael Jordan's trainer he -hmm. wrote a book and he said you don't have to be you don't have to love the process. You just have to be obsessed with the end result. Yes. I totally agree with that. Uh, Absolutely. Like, like I don't give a fuck about hashtags either, but like, I just want to make music, but at the same I time, I know what hashtags can do for you. Right. And so you kind of have to stomach those things that you don't want to do. How do you deal with that? How, like, what are some of the, it's cause you brought it up too earlier. You're like, well, you're not just an artist. You're like, you're on a marketer and you have to do your photo shoots and all that. Like, how do you deal with the fact that like there's so much you don't want to do, but you got to do? How do you go through that? <sighs> God, <laughs> I just know that these are part of, the, if I want something so badly, these are just the things that I have to do. Like, honestly, do, do I want to get up early in the morning, put on makeup and do my hair when we're in quarantine? Not really, but I know that we have to get the show on the road and, I get help from a lot of friends and family. You know, I have some photographers I work with, but I don't want to pay a photographer every week, nor do I have the budget to pay a photographer every week. So like today I went to go take promo pictures for a new single. My little sister did them for me. That's dope. <laughs> I was That's like, so smart. I went to the park, you know, and I mean, I gave her a little camera lesson and stuff because I like to 
dabble with photography and videography as well. So I have the equipment, thank God. But, um, you know, I utilize my family and friends help. So at least I'm not like planning too much. But yeah, man, I, I mean, I really have to get myself. I mean, I have to push myself. I really do. It's not because I don't want to do these things. I mean, who doesn't love a photo shoot? They're fun. But like, there's just my head is swamped. I have five to do lists that are like, larger than the Sahara desert. Like I, I it's just so much to do to <laughs> yeah. wrap my head around everything, you know? Uh, right. you just, I just have to, I don't have advice to be like, yeah, this is what you do to get through it. I just say, just get up and do it. <laughs> There's no smart advice here for that one. Yeah. Get up and do it. You know, yeah. like you said, be obsessed with the end result and I know it'll pay off. And that's the only thing keeping me going. Right. Yeah. You just kind of have to suck it up and just keep moving. Keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. I think one thing for me too. So like I was talking to my friends about this last night. Um, so I realized that for me, I always try to look at me and my career objectively. Like I used to try to like get out of my body in a sense and look at myself kind of like bird's eye view and say, okay, like if you were just to look and judge yourself, are you good or not good? Like with what you're doing, are you pushing yourself in the right, is stuff going right or not? And for years I said, no, it's not like for at least five or six years, I just kept saying no, no for, and, and I couldn't get it right until I finished college. And I said, okay, dude, you got no school. Now you got to really do it. And so when I like started producing and I, I started saying more yeses to like, is this going right? Is this going right? But I guess it got to a point where like, for me, I was like, I just got to a point where I said, dude, you have to get to your, you have to get yourself to a point where you have to, how do I explain this? Like you have to get yourself to that point where you don't even think you can do any more. And then you're there. Like, and, and then I feel like you're at that point where you will believe in that end result. Like, I guess for me, the problem was I never, I was like, I don't know if I'll reach my end result because I don't think I'm doing enough. So that's where I would get bothered, you know? But then I mean, when listen, I was like, there- Sorry, you can keep going. No, 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 no. You're good. Go. There, there always is just so much to do. So, I mean, you probably will always think that. Like for me myself, I, I have my master's in media management, and I was invited back by one of the professors, um, like two months ago, and the class utilized me as like their case study, the same class that I took when I was getting my master's, and they used Farah as a case study, and they analyzed, which was like, like oh my god, they analyzed all my social media. Um, oh. my website, my songs, everything. And they came up, which I was actually very grateful for because they all emailed me pages of what they think this is a media management class. So of what they think I could improve on where I'm doing good and what would help me take me to the next level. And I got some awesome free advice, man. Like people pay money for that shit. So it's great. I was like, I got awesome advice, but you know, they all said, you know, you need to build up on your TikTok your TikTok Slack and you only have like four videos. I'm like, I know, but I'm not like, not, I'm not trying to sound offensive when I say this, but I'm not 15 years old in high school with the summer off, you know, just taking a bunch of TikTok videos. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't have time to do TikTok videos and make music and collaborate artists and take pictures and promote myself right. and market myself and do all these things. I'm like, and TikTok, like TikTok, the good TikTok videos are like the editing. Like I actually feel old. Like, these kids know way more than I do on TikTok. So I'm like, I actually have to start from scratch. So I always feel like I'm slacking in that area and TikTok's a new wave. So I'm trying to hop on it, but it's like, I always feel like I'm not doing enough on it. And I know I'm not, it's just, 
if someone could give me 28 hours a day, I'd be happy. <laughs> you know what? That That's interesting. The TikTok thing, because I've been, t- I have talked about it a lot, but I also realized same as you where I'm like, okay, but like how much more should I be doing? Like I'm already, it's the same thing as you. It's, and it's like, I've also started to try to focus in more on activities that I know are going to help me. And I'm like, well, I don't know if that will help me. Like, I don't know 1000%. Right. You know what I mean? I'm trying to just focus and I, in and, on, yeah. And I, I think also, listen, my method could change. I'm always trying different things to help me. My current method, I may listen back to this in like two years, be like, yo girl, you were totally wrong. But my current method is to like, pick one thing. And Instagram is my one thing right now and master that platform. I don't want to half-ass, um, you know, Instagram, half-ass TikTok and Snapchat and Twitter and make everything just look like one big muddy mess. And like, I don't know what I'm doing. I rather per- perfect Instagram. Like I said, these big artists, yeah, this stuff looks perfect. I'm sure they got one person for this platform, one person for the other. I mean, just like a big company does it. They all, you know, have different jobs in that perspective, but I cannot manage my TikTok, my Snapchat, my, you know, Instagram all at the same time. I mean, they got a lot of them are linked, so you can click the little button, you know, and the Facebook button, they all post at the same time. But as far as getting your game up in in every area, I just focus on one thing right now. And I don't know if that's the best thing, the smartest thing to do, but being completely open and honest right now, that's my current method. You know, I kind of have a similar similar to you I'm really focused on Instagram and it's because of the networking capabilities I mean you and I linked Mm -hmm. up on Instagram I linked up with I always link up with people on Instagram I think Instagram's a great platform especially for musicians um and that kind of goes with the I think that kind of goes with the ADD thing we were talking about earlier where you want like my mind is naturally trying to do a lot of shit but you know, trying to just focus on that one thing as much as you can, it's so hard, but it, but it, it does, it does help. I think, especially with that aspect, with the social media promo. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Still trying to master Instagram myself. Like I'm still didn't master it, but I so much to know. So much right. to know. There's a, always, well, and that's, yeah, there's always, I've realized that like, okay, this is what made me realize this. Like I've seen Cause I'm really into the digital marketing world. Like I love learning about that stuff and I'm seeing people who are like rich as fuck who have like 10,000 followers on Instagram. And I'm like, Oh, how did that happen? And I realized I used to think if you want to get rich, you have to have an Instagram following and your Instagram will make you rich. Like that's what I used to think. But then I was mm-hmm. like, but that doesn't, that's not true. Like people are rich and don't do that stuff because it's one of the tools. There's all these different resources that we can use. And it's really not about trying to use all of your resources. Just pick the one. Like if you had a hammer and nail, you could do a little hammer, a small hammer. You could get a fucking sledgehammer. You don't have to use all of them to hammer that nail. Just pick the one tool. That's the best tool, the mid-sized hammer and just hammer Mm -hmm. it and go. It's better than what a lot of artists do well, I have to sit and think about which hammer, you know, I got to try this hammer first. No, just pick one and fucking hammer the damn nail already. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. hundred percent. And I feel like once you master one, they all will eventually fall into place Mm -hmm. and you move on to the next. Right. No, that's real. Yeah, you're right. I agree. What are, what are some things I don't know? 
I hope you can talk about this stuff. Like when an artist comes in the studio for anything, like what are some things that you get, do you get frustrated with anything? And if so, like what, what is something that you get frustrated with that artists do? Um, the thing I get frustrated with is when artists come in and a lot of them are younger. So I cut them some slack. Um, a lot of them still rely on their parents, but especially the ones that are closer to, you know, my age and our younger adults are between 18 and like 22 years old. They come to me and they're like, Farah, Amanda, whatever. Um, how do you get all these collabs with these DJs? And how do you um, have these interviews with these online radio stations or like this podcast? Like, how do you, how do you land these things? And how do you, you know, get all these, random people not random but like people who are relevant to like your pictures and kind of like they just don't get it and they've been in the scene a lot longer than I have like I said I only put out my first song a year and a half ago um what gets me frustrated is just like a lot of people I'm not really blaming the younger ones because they're still learning but think that things get handed to them mm. I don't I don't come from you know my mom pretty much raised me and she wanted me to get a traditional education. She had no idea of the music business, like at all, at all, like nothing. She can't hold a tune for anything. So I, I had to teach myself everything. So when these kids come in and young adults and these teens and like, you know, how do you do this? I'm just like, you have to put in the work, you know, you're young enough. You have all the time in the world on your hands right now, like put in the work take, you know, take pictures and use proper hashtags. Like I run Instagram ads. I run a lot of Instagram ads when I have songs coming out, song, um, pictures that are relevant to the song coming out. I run a lot of ads, ads on Instagram aren't that expensive, you know, put a few ads out, um, reach out to people, link up, um, you know, go find other artists and go comment on their stuff. Tell them that their song is great. And, follow them and see what they're about like that's you need to put the work in so that's the most frustrating thing is when people think that it gets handed to them and i'll give them advice to do it and they just don't do it so oh it makes me so aggravated because i'm like these some of these people have so much star potential that like if they had the right outlet they could have been huge already and it's just like you guys need to you guys need to take the bull by the horns and that's something i've, I've always been i'll pat myself on the back for that like i've always been a go-getter um you know, when I was in college, I was in working in TV and I wanted these jobs at different TV shows. And I know they were very scarce and hard to get, but I used to stalk these um, hiring people and HR people and I would get them. And I'm just like, that's how you do it. Just grab the bull by the horns. Right. So that's what's most frustrating is when people think that things get handed to them. I, I, I'm very similar. That's what I get frustrated with too, is when people like, um, yeah, they just kind of act like they have like almost it's a little bit of entitlement in a way where they just think like, you know, they just think like, I don't know what the fuck they think, to be honest with you. I can't even think like, 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 I don't know how to think like them, but I just, I get, I get frustrated because they don't even realize how easy it is to reach tens of thousands of people. Like you're talking about Instagram ads, you could reach 10,000 people, 20,000, 40, 50, 100,000 people with like a few hundred bucks where that wasn't even even. possible. Right. Not even. Instagram ads are like a $5 ad can get you between 5,000 and 10,000 people. And then a $10 ad gets you between 30,000, 60,000. It's insane. It's just like, you know, I mean, 
it's not that much money. Some people may not even have it like that. Um, but if you do, it, it doesn't take much to, you know, you should always have a budget behind yourself. But even if you don't, hashtags themselves, there's an app called uh, Hashtag Expert that I use. It's a great app. It's $50, I think, a year, $50 to own it. Um, but it generates the most popping hashtags for your category. It's great. I use that all the time for all my pictures. So I mean, there are ways around um, putting it on even shooting somebody's DM. It's a little bit more work, but it's a free, it's free. Like I love, I don't know if you know Gary V. Of course. I'm sure you do. Right. Okay. Everybody loves Gary V. I love him and his advice. And he always says like social media is free. It's a free tool. And some people like don't even come close to as much as it could do. People only use it for like 20% of its capacity. Like there's so much you can do with Instagram and you can make yourself so known and reach such a big audience by just using the free tools that Instagram has. But some people just don't take advantage of that. Totally agree. And, and it's, it, again, it goes back to that thing of like just knowing what your tools are and like kind of thinking outside the box and get creative of like what you can do. You know what I mean? 100%. It's the same thing. Yeah. Well, so, Hey, listen, I'm enjoying this interview, but I want to respect your time. We're just about around the time when you said um, you wanted to, you wanted to have this. So, what I want to get one last thing from you though, is what is like one, like if you had to leave everybody with one last like message, like one big, no, not big, like one message, what would it be? What's something you want to tell the up and coming artists listening to this? Um, something that I usually like to leave off with is whatever you want in life, you have to put a hundred percent forward. You have to, it's anything you can't, no success story was like, yeah, I kind of did it. I kind of didn't do it. It was always, no, I pushed and I pushed and I pushed. So with anything in life, you have to give it your 100%. And, you know, always go for the goal and never ever have regrets because the last thing that I would want to do, and I'm sure anybody else want to do is like, this sounds dramatic, but be on your deathbed at like 110 years old, because that's how long I'm going to live, 110 years old and be like, I should have did this to my grandkids you should follow your dreams because I wish I did because I was scared or society told me not to my friends told me I wouldn't make it my parents told me it wasn't acceptable I will not be that person and if I don't get to where I want to be at least I could say I am so proud for trying because if I didn't I would hate to live with that regret so put a hundred percent forward and go for the goal because do not be that grandma or grandpa at 110 being like damn I should have did that that's the worst feeling the worst feeling I don't know what that right. feeling's like but I'm sure it's the worst feeling <laughs> I love it that's a that's a great message I appreciate you do me a favor plug yourself tell people where they can find you on anywhere you want them to go sure so my Instagram handle is at I'm Farah not the words I am just letter I letter M Farah F-E-R-R-A um, my website is ferraofficial.com and from there you can find all my other socials, my YouTube, my music videos are on my YouTube. Um, so yeah, at I'm Farah and ferraofficial.com, my merch, my YouTube, my everything is on there. So that's the easiest place to go. Guys, seriously, seriously, this is a major plug for me. Go listen to Farah's music. Like I was listening to your music right before our interview very, very dope music. It's very well done, well put together, well produced. The vocals are incredible. You're an amazing singer. Like guys, if you're into like just dope, 
female vocal singing, just you need to listen to Farrah. She's dope. Um, you know, hopefully we could collab on a song someday. I think that'd be sick. But otherwise, yeah, I just, love that. Yeah, but otherwise, just I'm wishing you the best of luck. Like I, I really hope everything works out with you, and like you know, I'm wishing you the most most success um, in your journey. But thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate your time. Absolutely. I know you're busy. Thank you so for having it. me. It's been awesome. So awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, Farrah. Well, hey, have a good rest of your day and have an awesome weekend. You too. Take care. Bye. See you. But I'm getting through these tough times when you're not around. Like a rose coming up, running ground, running ground, yeah, running ground, yeah. Tell me why you gotta leave me now. But I'm getting through these tough times when you're not around. Like a rose coming up, running.